Strap in, kid. Welcome to the Bad Batch, the Explosion Always After Show, breaking down, discussing each and every episode of Disney Plus original Star Wars series, Star Wars The Bad Batch. My name's Dylan Blight, and joining me, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Uh, Dave Filoni really likes bringing back Twi'leks, doesn't he? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> likes bringing back uh, characters from a certain other show. That's for sure. But uh, that's 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 the thing. Uh, so this week's episode, "The Devil's Deal," directed by Stuart Lee, written by Tamara Betcher Becker Wilkinson. Uh, synopsis was: As the seeds of the rebellion ferment, ferment even on the outer rim world, the Empire schemes to squash it. So, what was your overall thoughts on? this week's episode ash i mean yeah as a non-rebels fan <laughs> this is like a solid episode like a cool standalone uh away from the bad batch kind of focusing on the time period and the things that are happening it was a cool episode obviously i know knew you'd probably get more of a kick out of it knowing that the terror i'm like they're on a twilight planet there's there's like there's she's definitely gonna show up it's like it almost a given. Uh, so that was cool with Chopper and everything, you know. And then the moment that you know they the Bad Batch actually did show up, and that sweet moment between Omega and Era, uh, I'm sure it set many fanfics aflutter. <laughs> yes, ship, I was uh... brand new ship. <laughs> um. So when the episode starts, yes, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Ryloff, hey? Ryloff. Oh, yeah. Time zone adds, like, time period adds up. I wonder, I'm like, I'm wondering if they're going to go there. And it isn't, it's not really that much forcing of the character because she, like, Hera is the daughter of the, um, I can't remember exactly position, but, you know, like, the Prime Minister or whatever the, of the, the planet. Great General. Whatever. Yeah. So, and that, that was her and in rebels obviously they have a lot of storylines well they have a key storyline tying back to her parents and um what becomes of ryloth and all this sort of stuff so it's not like forcing her in in a way that doesn't make sense i guess the one thing that some people may have a problem with is i'm watching a show called the bad batch and the bad batch were in it for about 30 seconds <laughs> so i mean look obviously yes i very much like this episode rebels is my um, favorite Star Wars animated show um, as much as I love Ahsoka and obviously she's in that one less but Rebels is just a fantastic couple of seasons of television um, Star Wars or not or animated or not it's just fantastic TV uh, so yes I was very happy to see Hera but yeah how do you what do you think of just about the whole it's about the Bad Batch the show is called the Bad Batch and that, I mean it, it was a Clone Wars episode <laughs> or a Rebels episode <laughs> like what do you I mean, it's Star Wars first and foremost. I think that's, as long as it's part of Star Wars, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we've seen many a show that's done this kind of thing where they've, like, gone off on a complete tangent. I think one of the most beloved Doctor Who episodes, Blink, barely has Doctor Who in it at all. So it really doesn't matter that much. It probably doesn't even show up until probably the same time that the Bad Batch show up in this, which is about halfway through the episode. Yeah. It's probably the first time the Doctor shows up on the TV or whatever it is. and Yeah. Um, you don't see him again until the end of the episode and you don't, you don't even see the Bad Batch again. I mean, 
even when it gets to semantics, we do have a X member. We do have a bad batch, bad batch member um, crosshair in crosshair that shows up. Obviously, so I guess that's if you want to get it. Yeah, technical, yeah. technical, technical of it. Um, but yeah, obviously, I thought this was very cool. The episode. The number one thing that just had me thinking is I was just sold on a Hera, pre- Hera prequel show. I'm like, oh, Bad Batch was cool, but how about we just do a Hera um, prequel origin story show? Is that what this is now? Cool, let's go. Because I mean, she... I mean, that's kind of what we're doing to a degree. Right? I mean, it wouldn't... like They could do like a short miniseries or something. I, I assume she's got a, mod, uh, a novel out already. She does about not. Her. She, she does, does not. not. Although... Well, for sure she did. Uh, the first official uh, Disney when Disney brought Star Wars the first official novel they put out was about her and Kanan um, the, uh, when yeah. they first met each other um, obviously in the lead into Rebels but that focuses more on Kanan than it does her but I mean that is her one novel <laughs> I mean, they have like kids yeah. novels or whatever I guess but yeah no it doesn't count and it's really interesting too because as far as Dave Filoni creations, like Star Wars characters, Hera is definitely one of the most interesting because she's not a Jedi. She's not force sensitive. She's not, you know, she's just a straight up, um, what do you want to call it? No- normal person, normal alien. Yeah, <laughs> normal she doesn't alien have any superpowers or anything. No, no massive storyline, and she's a well loved character for, for if you watch Rebels and mm-hmm. see her through to that, and then her story never ended, even by the end of that. And you know, I would very much love to see the continuation of her story and like whatever ended up happening to her. What you know, all these sorts well, of things. Well, Dylan, so, do you know what the title of next week's episode is called? I do not. I have not looked ahead. Next week's episode is called Rescue on Ryloth. So it is a two-parter, because that was the other thing I was going to wonder. I'm like, yeah, it ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is that literally just how we're going to leave it? But yeah, I guess that answers it. So it's a two-parter, which, well, how do you reckon that happens? Then? Like, do you reckon that Hera is going to send for help and Sid gets a message and sends the batch, or Hera sends out a help single, the bad batch pick it no, up? she's going to use her latent force powers to... Uh, no, let Omega know. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what I think is more likely now that I'm saying it out loud? Is it more likely that she somehow finds a way to contact or sends out a signal and it's actually then Omega, the one who talks um, them into doing the rescue mission? I guess that would make sense. You know? Like, oh, yeah. she was great. I really liked her. We should go rescue her. You know? Yeah, I'd like that. Because yeah, they, I mean, they only had, what, that 30 second to a minute seen inside the ship but it was still just wholesome wholesome goodness wholesome goodness between Omega and stuff I loved when they came out she just like sort of sat on the steps and it's so funny watching her as a child because obviously I've never seen her as a her as a child like she's always being this commanding figure the accent Mm. because it doesn't from what, what I've seen of Rebels she doesn't sound like that in Rebels do we know no, Do you have any inkling? I'm pretty sure, and I was trying to look it up before, but I couldn't um, find it quickly before we did this. But I'm pretty sure when they go back to Ryloth, 
in Rebels. She like it's like her accent comes out if that makes sense. So they, uh, I don't know. I thought it was. Uh, it's always been one of it's these. Like, it's like a country person who goes to the big city. Yeah, finds her accent and then goes. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people. I did look on Twitter real quickly to see what the general um, reaction was. Consensus, yeah. Um, I saw a couple of people being like, "Oh, like Ralph is um, France." And yeah. the Empire is Nazi Germany, Germany. obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, that's the that's the accent. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that other thing because I was watching this, and as soon as Hera showed up, I was like, "Cool, Hera!" And then Hera started speaking. I was like, "Wow, the accent and you know, just the general tone of it and all that sort of stuff." I was like, "All right, cool." Um, but I really thought it was going to be a completely different voice actor. And then I, you get to the end and it is Vanessa Marshall who voices Hera as an adult as well. You know, these voice actors, they uh, constantly prove that they can uh, do all sorts of <laughs> ages. I, I guess it's not that weird when Ashley Jenkins done um, Ahsoka as a kid and then obviously as an adult and then had to voice her as a kid again after getting used to voicing her as an adult. Which is <laughs> is, a, is a weird like uh, back forward type scenario and all that sort of stuff, but they also, but in comparison, uh, I hate to go back just to shit on him, like I'm not trying to shit on him, but the other thing I couldn't help but think of is once I saw it, it was Vanessa. Oh, you did such a good job with the, the voice, the voice and everything, and then we think about Kanan, <laughs> and I was like, that did not like it's just. That that I think this is the key difference where Freddie Prince is just I think it like, no that it's just the difference between men and women. Obviously, males have a harder time get hitting that prepubescent voice, yeah, than women do. Yeah, because that one obviously we discussed and it stood out as just not being childlike. That's why or, women voice young children on cartoons and shit, Bart Simpson and whatever else. Yeah, so yes, yeah. Cause that that is us automatically thinking about this, but then I was also I'm like, why are we seeing kid? So we've seen they've redone or slightly well they changed. It doesn't really matter, Kanan's. but they did change Kanan's origin or whatever from the comic book. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter, but they they changed that for this. Introduce him in the first episode. Now we've got Hera in this and Chopper. I guess who counts as part of the Rebels cast. I'm like, holy fuck! By the end of the bad batch, we just go- we've got two more members, everyone of the of rebels, to go see as children for this to be a, to, to be a thing. Or I don't even know if Sabine would. Sabine may be a fucking baby at this stage, but sure, let's go see a baby's no. origin story. We'll see, uh, <laughs> we'll see, um, what's the the other guy, the Wookiee dude, Zeb. Zeb, we'll see him. Yeah. See Ezra's parents. Him. Well, you can see Ezra. Ezra was born on Empire Day, so again, he would be like six months a old. Baby. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, we can go see them all. But yeah, I just keep wondering: like, is this secretly like a backdoor <laughs> Rebels prequel series at this stage? And yeah, um, I'm not complaining. But you know, the other thing, this whole when we get into this whole, <laughs> anytime there's a cameo, you get into the the oh fan service. You know, that that sort of like, oh, too many cameos, that sort of thing. But when we're talking about an animated show where like a character like Hera is an animated staple character or whatever that's never 
actually transitioned out. Is it as fan servicey as having bringing someone like a a Tarkin? You know what I mean? Who who's a a big player? live action being a multiple things and it's like oh that's like a big cameo whereas having someone like Hera to me is more just a connective tissue between all of the animated shows not to say they're separate from the the live action but it just feels a bit more you know like natural like connecting all these Filoni cartoon series I and I'm perfectly fine with it but I can see the perspective where this is multiple multiple planets and we seem to keep revolving around the same dozen or two characters (laughs) sure i mean we did do a bunch of episodes that weren't didn't connect to anyone or or for the most how many people have we had come back from past projects Uh, we'd have rex cad bane hera I mean, most of those make sense, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fennec is, out of all those, honestly, top of the list of forced in for connective things, Fennec, right? I feel. Because, again, if I'm thinking about bringing a character that wasn't actually an animated character, like, if you're, if you're going Rebels, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, these are all prequels and sequels to one another. You know, like, very closely connected series of television shows that are you know based off one another and then i'm like it makes more sense to have Hera show up in this than it does fennec because fennec is a live action character who's been brought over into this not saying i had a problem with it but like having cad bane show up made a bit more sense because again cad bane is from the clone wars uh aka the feloni animated universe so he's probably going to pull from the the same characters you know so I don't know. Obviously, I don't mind. Sometimes I do like dislike dislike some cameos and can get a bit, bit overboard. But I don't know how you could complain because this was a really good origin story or whatever you want to call it, like a prequel thing to Hera. If you've seen watched Rebels, I think obviously it's going to be a lot more interesting and pull on your hearts heartstrings. Like the, that first scene with her and Chopper, I was like just oh, like just thinking about how cool it was and feeling how um awesome that was just to see those characters and you know when they get brought in by the clone troopers there and chopper does his what basically sounds fuck you like to you know rip, rip, <laughs> to his whole thing i'm like oh i miss chopper saying things that probably aren't swear words but i just presume are swear words and how much fun that was on, <laughs> on rebels to constantly think this little robot was telling people to fuck off and like all this sort of stuff that yeah. it sounds like so um but i mean all that aside even if someone like you who doesn't have a huge attachment, it's still a cool, like, rebel, um, pre-rebellion story of this family being caught or, you know, a planet basically yeah. being forced into, uh, it's like a hostile takeover from from within and obviously, um, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's still an engaging story, I think. And also, I can't remember his name, but I guess the last thing I want to mention, I should have, I can't, no, it doesn't matter. The one dude in this, the the Imperial dude, I thought he was kind of cool. And, you know, obviously he was dry and very what, typical. Rampart. Yeah. yeah. Is that his name, Rampart? Yeah. The typical Empire sort of tone to him as a whatever his actual position is. But um, Vice Admiral. I like Vice Admiral, there you go. But I like the way he played off that last scene. I thought that was that made him, you know, quite evil evil and made him stood out a bit. Where he's like, Oh, we'll pull over. You know, I'm saving your life. 
and secretly he would just have this whole ploy to have um what's his face assassinated so then he could blame it all on because uh, i mean that's what i took that was the whole idea was he he now says that they had the chancellor dude assassinated you know mm. that was the whole play whereas it's like why do you have that dude shot but yeah i think that's what it was um on free yeah. tower there you go yeah him sure he was in the movies yep standing up in the prequels doing his whole um speech speech next to palpatine and shit there yeah there you go and there, if you ever wondered what happened to him dead dead <laughs> oh the one la- the one last thing worth mentioning is i know this sounds completely fucked up but there's a very high chance that we see Hera's mum die in the next episode because she okay. does not she's not around in rebels so okay um her father is Seth her on the path too yeah her father lives because her, her father is in chamas in rebels and a big part of rebels and stuff like that but her mother we've never actually seen until now so i mean i don't want to like assume the worst but also assume put it worst. all together <laughs> yeah what's going on there all right any final thoughts or wrap this one up uh what are the odds of ahsoka showing up next episode <laughs> no tiny no, non-existent ahsoka's not showing up this. no that's not not now not happening as far as i'm concerned ahsoka's yeah no i'm saying no you would have to oh. it would have to be like some really like she's hiding out on a planet and they bump into her type bullshit not not she's out trying to save people she's not going to come back and try and save her homeworld No, she's not from Rylus. Oh, she's not. Okay, well, that, that rules that out. There you go. Yeah, rules that out. All right. Thank you for joining us in another episode of The Very Bad Batch. Please subscribe to Holocon Entries for all our great Star Wars content. Of course, you can follow our Twitters, heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter, and you can join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you like this episode and you'd like to tell us, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support us to donate as little as a dollar or buy an Explosion Network t-shirt. And until next week... Just remember, with all these characters that we keep coming back to, it's a small galaxy after all.